Hello, and welcome to the last episode of the Grace Theory Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about the Vietnam War. After World War II, communism spread like wildfire. Com- communism first developed in Russia. The United States believed communism was evil and that it would destroy millions of lives. This fear was called the Red Scare. <gasps> the United States felt they needed to contain communism from spreading to different countries. Even with this scare, Americans were worn out from the previous war. <coughs> Most thought communism would die away on its own. Across the Pacific Ocean, Vietnam was split into two parts. Ho Chi Minh was a strong communist to gain support and took over North Vietnam in the north. In the south, Neo Dinh Diem pronounced himself president of the South Vietnam Republic. Diem was strongly against communism, but he was authoritative. He also discriminated against Buddhists, which made him extremely unpopular. Even though protests started to rise, the United States continued to support Diem. The United States sent military advisors and weapons to support him. The U.S. kept supporting Diem until January of 1961, when a new president was elected. John F. Kennedy became the new president, and he had different views on the Vietnam War. He had an increased focus on fighting communism. In South Vietnam, Diem was becoming increasingly unpopular among the people. President Kennedy warned him about this problem, but Diem wouldn't budge from his position. So, on November 2, 1963, the military leaders staged a coup to overthrow Diem. This plan worked, and Diem was assassinated. He was replaced by General Nguyen Khan as the new president of South Vietnam. Although the leadership had changed, the U- United States still aided the country. Suddenly, tragedy struck, and President John F. Kennedy was murdered just three weeks after Diem was taken down. America now had to rely on the new president, Lyndon Johnson, to solve this pressing issue. President Johnson promised to continue Kennedy's policies and defeat communism. He continued to aid South Vietnam with more military advisors. These advisors were now experiencing direct conflict with the North. Even with this chaos going around, another coup was formed to overthrow General Kong. Due to this constant change in leadership, South Vietnam was weakened politically. President Johnson couldn't let South Vietnam fall to the communists, so he sent the first United States combat troops to Vietnam in March of 1965. By the end of the year, more than 184,000 troops were in South Vietnam. These troops were part of Operation Rolling Thunder, a bombing campaign against North Vietnam. Unlike World War II, the war was fought in dense forests. In these forests, a group called the Viet Cong was hidden. The goal of the Viet Cong was to unite Vietnam and force the United States out of their country. They were led by the communists, but they had no headquarters or uniform. This made it hard to identify civilians from enemies. 
Small groups led ambushes, lightning raids, and planted fatal traps. <gasps> no matter how many Viet Cong was killed, they never gave up or surrendered. This was called guerrilla warfare. America didn't have enough volunteers to fight this war, so the Selective Service System proposed a draft. A draft would require males from ages 18 to 25 to sign up for the military. An unknown number of Americans avoided this by fleeing the United States. The United States has divided again. These two sides were called the Hawks and Doves. The Hawks wanted to stop communism and they supported the involvement in the Vietnam War. On the other side, the Doves wanted to end the Vietnam War. Doves thought the Vietnam War was a civil war and the United States should not get involved. This was the first war at home where people could see the battles firsthand. The broadcast of the war was on February 27, 1968 on the CBS News special. The broadcast was hosted by Walter Crockett, which, who was the leading network news anchor at the time. After watching the horrors of the war, Crockett pr predicted the war could only end with a peace negotiation. After this broadcast, President Johnson announced that he wasn't going to run for a second term. <gasps> this decision was influenced by the poor results of the war. The next election of 1968 was chaotic. There is a 1% gap between Richard Nixon and Humphrey Humphrey, and with President Nixon coming on, on top. Nixon campaigned for a secret plan that would solve the issue of the Vietnam War. After being elected, there was little change until he, he announced he would be withdrawing troops from Vietnam. Although the troops went from 540,000 to 339,000 in two years, the peace talks made very little progress. The war seemed far from over. New chemicals were used in the Vietnam War. These include Agent Orange and Napalm. Both of these had fatal effects such as cancer. Innocent Vietnamese citizens and American soldiers were affected. These defects led to years of lawsuits, which were settled in a relief fund. American soldiers were decreased to 158,000 forces by the end of 1971. As things seemed to cool down, North Vietnam launched another attack on March 30, 1972. This was quickly suppressed by renewed bombing and Navy mines. Bombardment day and night tired North Vietnam, which led to peace talks. The Paris Peace Accords was approved by both sides, which resumed the original talks from 1968. The United States was represented by National Security Advisor Henry Kissinger, and North Vietnam was re represented by diplomat Lê Dao. The terms were if the United States withdrew from Vietnam, North Vietnam will release all U.S. prisoners of war. The South, North, and U.S. signed this agreement on January 27, 1973. The United States was officially out of the Vietnam War. Although the United States had pulled out of the war, fighting between the South and North continued for a year and a half. Without support from the U.S., the South fell to the North on April 21st. 400,000 civilians and South Vietnamese forces were chased through the country by North Vietnam forces. 
They were fired upon every step of the way. Only a handful survived the journey known as the Convoy of Tears. The domino effect would later prove ineffective. Communism would not spread through the entire world, and democracy would thrive. The Vietnam War is still a debatable topic today. Did the U.S. have to get involved? This question has been haunting us since the involvement in the war. Was this war worth it? Without these wars, American history would have never been the same. Past wars have shaped America into the global power it is today. America continues to influence and inspire many other countries to this day.